I'm Mella, and I'm here with Josh, Lacey, and Rashawn. Before we get into what's going on and every, everything, I'm going to stop you right there. If you guys haven't followed us, subscribed, liked, reviewed, I'm coming for that ass. What are you doing? <laughs> we need, you need to do it already. Uh, follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, literally anywhere. We want to hear your suggestions. We just want to hear what you guys think. Do that right now. These plugs are getting progressively more aggressive. They will, yeah. <laughs> Only from the two of you. <laughs> I know. I'm about to nice it up. I wanted to say I personally get like little excited butterflies every time I get a follow from someone who like only follows Cinephile Attack and the four of us. I think it's so cool that people are like trying to connect. Keep doing that. We love y'all. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. <laughs> or else. Stop. I'm coming for that ass. <laughs> What's up, guys? What have you been watching? Uh, you know me. I'm back on my Marvel bullshit. Mm. I'm watching Loki. So by proxy, Lacey is watching Loki. Are you loving it's, it? So far, only two episodes have come out. And both episodes, about at least half of each episode has just been Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson bantering at each other. They're both some of the best at that. So I'm I'm really enjoying it. And it's got it's got a hook that's closer to WandaVision than it is Falcon and the Winter Soldier in terms of interest. I think it's very cool and, and, and unique, and I think it's I think it's cool. I'm having a good time. There's also only six episodes of it, so it's moving really quickly. Like, the story is moving. Mm. Very, we were two episodes in, and a lot has happened in those two episodes story-wise. So it's quick-paced, which is nice. You know I love a quick-paced anything. <laughs> quick-paced, no Wait sand. Wait. Wait, just... You know, other things, movies, shows. You know I love a hot take beach. <laughs> oh, my God. I think Loki is the best of the three so far. Oh. I, I enjoyed the other ones. I would not argue that, honestly. It's been the best paced, I think, of all of them. It's, it's nice. Yeah. We did WandaVision. You guys know how I felt about it. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Have mercy. <laughs> Loki is yeah Loki is a sweet spot I, I don't know why Loki's not really a character that I gravitated towards but they're hitting a groove with these shows mm -hmm. and third time's the charm for in my opinion the hook for Loki is I think one of its best in terms of the inciting incident I don't want to give anything away yeah it's but the fun. the inciting incident of Loki I think is some of the best out of all the shows so far their way of handling exposition I thought was really well well done mm -hmm. and emotional. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We all went to go see something so special together. Uh -huh. Vaxxed, masked, and in the theater, baby. We all got to see In the Heights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So fucking good. I don't know. I think I, I told y'all through Snapchat that I was watching it literally the next day on HBO. And I will be seeing it again soon. <laughs> <laughs> I posted on Letterboxd that it felt like Christmas morning watching that movie. It gave me everything that I needed. Song, dance, culture, all of it in two hours. And y'all that have been listening know I don't love long things. But this, I could, I could have just watched like full eight hours of it just nonstop. I am from Washington Heights. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not. I have a little Sunito, okay? Aww. <laughs> no, I, I know there is like a lot of different little contra controversies as far as seeing, you know, Afro-Latinos on the screen and dark-skinned Afro-Latinos on the screen. And I think that's definitely something that needs to be talked about. But watching it, walking away from it, I feel like 
I personally saw myself in every part of the movie. And again, I feel for those people who didn't because I've watched thousands of movies where I have never seen myself and you kind of just got to put yourself in, you know, another person's shoes and be like, well, you know, you, you try to like adapt to that story. So I do feel for those people, but this was, this is just a good step in the right direction. I'm super happy that it's out there. Josh, I forgot to ask, did you get Misty? I got Misty at the part where mm-hmm. everyone I'm sure will probably get at least Misty. The The woman to, to the right of me in the theater was bawling her eyes out. That was me. And, that was and Lacey. Me. <laughs> it was all, it was, it was both of us. Both of, both of you are to my right. Now I want to watch it again. Yeah, and the focus. <laughs> I mean, watch it for Anthony Ramos. Watch it for Stephanie Beatrice. Watch it for Paciencia y Fe. It's just watch it. See it. Go see it in a theater if you can. Absolutely. Mashaudi, you watching anything that we aren't watching? I watched a short the other day, which maybe you guys have seen it, on Disney Plus called Us Again. It's an animated short. I believe it played in front of Raya and the Last Dragon in theaters, Mm -hmm. but it's finally on Disney Plus, or it's been there for a while, and I I discovered it. It's so good. (laughs) I love a good short. and Yeah. I don't want to say anything about it. It's it's just joyful. A, a short that can just do what it does in seven minutes and just give you a really great feeling walking away. I loved it. And then I revisited after 15 years. I watched Dreamgirls. Oh, shit. And? and shit holds up for Rashonda Rell, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> you were in I your was, musical uh, bag. In my musical big man. Because Mel had just rewatched In the Heights, and then the next suggestion was Dreamgirls, and I said, fuck it, it's been it's been about 12 plus. And I was obsessed with that musical, I was obsessed with the movie, and it just brought back all kinds of feelings, joy, happiness, anger for Eddie Murphy, because <laughs> he was robbed, my people, he was robbed. <laughs> but um yeah i i, I watched dream girls it was great well speaking of things that give me joy oh boy what are we fighting about today you guys mella yes joshua me amiga mande <laughs> 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 we are arguing about Oh, <laughs> not, wa- not I watched. No, so we about to argue. White chicks. Okay, let me let me just wet my whistle before I get into this. <laughs> yo, what's up, money? You got a problem? Nah, yo, hold my poodle, huh? Hold my poodle, dog. What? You want some of this? You want some of this? Mark, you don't want none of this, son. I take the both of you. From Keenan Ivory Wayans. Brittany and Tiffany Wilson checking in. Sorry. They're new. The director of Scary Movie. There is something different about the two of you. (laughs) Do you need help? This is never gonna work. First night, you're wearing the wrong underwear. (laughs) How long we gotta do this? I'm telling you, by the end of the weekend, we're gonna be heroes. He's got my gun and bag. Go. They're boldly going where no black man has gone before. White Chicks is a 2004 comedy about two FBI agent brothers, Marcus and Kevin who accidentally foil a drug bust. As punishment, they are forced to escort a pair of socialites to the Hamptons, where they are going to use them as bait for a kidnapper. Left without options, Marcus and Kevin decide to pose as the sisters, transforming themselves from black men into a pair of blonde, white women. This is another classic in the Wayans productions, directed by Keenan Ivory Wayans, starring brothers Marlon and Sean Wayans, Busy Phillips, Jamie King, Terry Crews, Jessica Caulfield, Jennifer Carpenter, Matlin Ward, and Ann Dudek. This is now going to be Charlie's Angels full throttle as far as lowest percentage that we've done because this is a 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, that's brutal. But I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Okay, if you guys have never met me and you're listening, you've never met me. Watch White Chicks, and that's my humor. 
you'll just you'll just know and if you laugh at white chicks and you laugh at it every single time then we can be best friends and i feel as though that this movie might divide the four of us i'm ready for it i think i watched this yeah probably when i was 14 when it came out i had no fucking business watching this that's for sure i saw the unrated version again oh. <laughs> no business watching it <laughs> I remember watching it with my brother because we used to watch the Wayans Brothers show. So we were like, oh, it's the guys. Like, we love that show. We're going to watch the movie. And this is one of those DVDs that we would fucking rewind several times because there's so many parts that we would just crack up in. So when I was watching it again last night, I literally was covering my face with a pillow from laughter because it's so funny to me. But I want to go around the room because I know Josh and Lacey, this was your first watch and tell me all about it. Let's go with Lacey. Yeah. Why? You're my favorite (laughs) white chick. So I decided to go with you. (laughs) Well, okay. I told Josh before we started it, I know I've seen parts of this movie, but I don't think I've seen it in its full entirety start to finish. As we were watching it, there were parts of it that I didn't realize I knew and started quoting like Tina the talking tummy I said that pretty much from the time I was 16 until now Nella I love you (laughs) just give it to me girl I crushed I crushed you in a bunch of other episodes (laughs) you have and I'm gonna say exactly what you have said to me multiple times on this podcast it was not good (laughs) it's not good but why i i love the wayans brothers i think they are super talented i think they're so funny i think the cast is incredible busy phillips is just like an all-star in this movie in my opinion but girl (laughs) the writing the 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 writing the the writing is really where it did not or gets you. work for me. No. There are funny parts, but overall, no thank you. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. I'm so sorry. Tell me why in the credits there are six credited screenwriters. That's just how it was back then. You had a room full of writers just in there. Sir, you love Marvel. <laughs> I know. You know you've known six writers before. <laughs> and it's the it's the whole fam. There's I'm, like I'm talking about them. How did it take six people to come up with those jokes? Don't don't look at me like that. (laughs) You know that, especially on the podcast, I try to not critique old comedies based on poorly aged jokes. You brought a minefield onto the podcast because this movie, 75% of the jokes don't age well. And I will say... I, I'm grappling with it a little bit because I, I thought I had seen it. I would have bet money that I'd seen it. And there was parts that came up. There was like, I don't remember this shit at all. So maybe I like saw it on VH1 and they had to cut out half the movie. It started off brutal. <laughs> like the opening scene in terms of like eh, problematic yeeshing is tough. And there were some part. It, it, I still don't know what my review is gun to my head my review is thumbs down i don't think i like this movie i don't think i give a shit about this movie but i don't hate it okay so we we got wiggle room that you might love it eventually got it okay (laughs) i think you're perceiving a whole lot more jiggle than i'm wiggling (laughs) do you think though had you seen it at 14 when you were I don't know, in middle school, I'm sure. And watch this. Right? That's middle school? 14? No, that's four years under a senior. So I guess that's eighth grade. Yeah. So that's junior high, middle school. Yeah. Do you think then you would have liked it differently? I don't know. That's what I wanted to ask you. Were you laughing your ass off because of the memories you have with this movie? Or were you laughing your ass off at the movie? Oh, at the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because, I mean... I watched it with my brother and we laughed, but I've seen it several times since. So it's not like. That's true. I mean, you know, me and my brother hold dear 
memories to this. It's just like, like the part where he's in the back of the van because the dog sitting in front and he's squished up against the window. Baby. Mella. On, Mella. on the deepest, darkest day, you can play that scene. I will come into the light. It was it's just so good. <laughs> that would have made me laugh. That would have made me laugh at eight years old, not eighth grade. Well, I'm here to tell you, it made me laugh at 31, okay? I think, <laughs> I I'm I honestly think at 14, I maybe would have thought I was too cool for a lot of parts of this movie. At 14, Terry Crews' part would have had me bust in a gut. Others, I'm not so sure. We'll, we'll, we'll unpack we'll this. We'll unpack. We're shouty. What'd it do? Hey. So, I, I was going to take you guys on a journey but I fucking love white chicks. <laughs> <laughs> yes! God dang it. Having said that, this was probably the first time I'd watched it in about five or six years. It takes a nosedive about halfway through, and the second half is just not good. Um, but here first. I'm just, I might, I'm going to find myself defending it against the vetters and then i'm gonna find myself going at mel so there's gonna be a push and pull i th- call me harvey dent because i'm gonna have two faces okay <laughs> all right you know I mean? but overall gun to my head oh i mean i'm giving it a thumbs up <laughs> and i just pulled the trigger bitch <laughs> <laughs> well okay so you love scary movie i think you you like scary movie one and two right I love Scary Movie 1. Look, uh, Scary Movie, I'm going to get you, sucker. Don't be a menace in South Central while drinking a juice in the hood. That I think that was just written by Marlon and Sean. Sign me up. Those are all of the Keenan Ivory Wayne's joints. I love them. They're so funny to me. Even Lo- Carmela knows I love Low Down Dirty Shame. Like I just, I'm all, I've seen the Wayans brothers. I don't know how many times. I'm just a Wayans family aficionado i love them so 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 much this is a rough spot for me (laughs) but it's a rough spot that i've seen at least 10 times why do you think you love those so much and this is a rough spot then like what makes them so different that this is like that it sticks out like a sore thumb well those two uh i'm gonna get you sucker don't be a menace scary movie those three are all spoofs even low down dirty shame to an extent is is kind of a satire or a send up of you know pot boiler noirs, mm-hmm. and so the sorry Lacey the vignettes work because they're comedic set pieces. He just does what he does, drops the joke and the punchline, and then moves on to the next scene. This has to have some sort of plot, and it doesn't work like if i'm going in to watch a spoof i know what i'm going to watch and it's just going to be jokes thrown at the wall and something's going to stick but this has to be this has to like wrap around a story and the story is not that great you have to suspend your disbelief so so intensely through the whole thing like you said rashawn Ah, you guys, I'm struggling. I don't like I don't like being this person on the podcast. <laughs> I tag me in. Tag me in, bitch. Tag. It's insanity how much they don't look like these two women. It's so bad. They are gorgeous. So what bad. are you talking about? They are not. It's nuts how much they don't look like these two women. And you're introduced with person after person after person that's known them their whole lives Mm -hmm. huh well let me let me be clear though that is not something that bothers me (laughs) because that's also the movie that you're signing up for right i was gonna say it's you have to suspend your disbelief. I don't you think have you to go into white chicks. You no! don't see the cover in the $5 bin at Walmart and be like, huh, <laughs> you suspend your disbelief from opening the damn DVD. Stay away from that damn bin, Noah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, though. Introduce them. If Keep it at like a, a, a fashion week somewhere, a New York fashion week, whatever, and introduce them into a circle of people that know who they are but don't know them personally you're getting all of their best friends and these people that have known them for years 
That's no. where you, what is this, Josh? The comedy this movie, is the the comedy is the absurdity. Like, what do you mean? This movie needed a seventh screenwriter. <laughs> you? <laughs> no. No. No, it did we not. We need one white not, guy in the you're room. You're not guys. going into white chicks looking for the logic of Marlon and Sean looking like white women. The comedy of the whole movie is that they look like linebackers that's fine <laughs> just as white women they so what be... does it matter who they run into the whole everything everything can stay the same except for the, those three friends everything can stay the same except have them know the two girls less no that, that, that's the best part of the movie their relationship what? I can see where you're coming from, Josh, but I can also see where Rashawn is coming from because part of the humor is the the vapidness and the shallowness of this group of people. They they kind of negate the need for it to be strangers in that first five minutes of them all meeting up with, oh my God, you got new lips. Oh my God, you got new calves. Oh my God, you got new this, new that. Oh, okay, it's just a makeover. That's the friend that's, group that we're entering. That's what it is. I yeah. can hear... Mela's laugh every time they say that I got new kneecaps line. I can hear it. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> because it's there. <laughs> okay, so Josh, it sounds like to me then you don't you really don't want a lot to change. You really just said it's a no, fine movie, a put it in fashion week. It's a great flick. Here's the thing. I got a lot of pluses in this movie ended because for all the jokes that don't age well. There was a lot of really bad, low-hanging fruit that they could have picked that they did not. This whole movie could have been an hour and 45 of transphobia, and it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And I want I want to give it its props, because, correct me if I'm wrong, I can't remember a time when there really was any. There was there was some gay panic jokes, especially at the end. A lot of Terry Crews' bits. No, that's, that's the best subversion, is that he's not homophobic that part i like i mean when they when he wakes up in bed with the with guy the, yeah but there was a lot of low-hanging fruit that this movie did not pick and i do want to give it props for that do y'all think this movie could have made, been made today absolutely not because it wouldn't have been received well it, it would not have been received well no. okay Here, here's a, f- a fun fact with me <sighs> now that's it you're gonna got me started come on i when people, that is a valid question. For, for, I want to start that off. Would this have been made today is a very valid question. But you hear that all the time with shows like like The Office is the perfect example. Mm-hmm. When, when, when asked, Steve Carell's like, I don't think it could be made today. It's like, Steve, you're fucking wrong. The Office is more popular now than it's ever been. If any of those mo- shows aren't getting made again, it's Friends. That show is homophobic as fuck. Like, I can't stand. Okay, wrong, wrong stool, Josh. I'm Come back cont- to white chicks. Come no. back to white chicks. I'm, this it pertains to white chicks because I don't think this movie could get made today. But I, I don't think it's got such a low Rotten Tomato score because it's inherently problematic. There mm-hmm. are some jokes that are a little iffy. Yeah. I just think it's got a Rotten Tomato score because it's not that funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It's very funny. <laughs> I didn't check the audience score. I just checked the big score. So I think it... The 15% is because the hook is Marlon and Sean as white women and the plot is not even secondary or or third dairy. It's like non-dairy. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's lactose, bitch. <laughs> so I, I think that's why the filmmaking, it's just point a camera and shoot. I think that's where the 15% comes because this idea of them dressed as white women was so juicy and so attractive that they just did it. And then the flimsy plot that they hang everything on is just real rough. That's the thing is a lot of envelope pushing things can still get made. South Park's still running. It's about what's there in the middle of it. Mm -hmm. And I think to me, that's where white chicks falters is uh, none of the jokes landed for me well and it's just it's so there are so many things josh and i said throughout as we were watching it just tell your wife you were undercover as an fbi agent you know talk to your chief tell your chief that the this shitty fucking dog fell out the window and these women are horrendous like the the team already knows that the women are horrendous and that's why no one volunteered 
for the gig. No, instead, we're going to call... It was Josh, right? We're going to call Josh and ask him if he wants to come do a makeover and just jump in. I get it. That's like, that's what we're signing up for with white chicks. Yeah, I hear what you're saying, Lace. None of those plot points make sense. Just tell, yeah, just tell your wife you're not sleeping with another woman. But we got to get the jokes. <laughs> we got to get the jokes. What jokes? That's pretty the, much what we I got it. We have, to, we have to have the comedy of errors of, her going to the hotel to try to find him and then there's he's like look it's it's not what you think he's a man i'm not saying that those jokes are funny but i'm saying that's what they were skirting to get to bro you can't have an a1 three stooges scooby-doo bit like they did at the fashion show and then give me that weak shit at the hotel. You prove to me at the fashion show that you can have that fucking cockadoodle-doo shit going on. And they nailed it. I, I was about that part. Did. And then have that weak shit of Marlon just kind of ambling through the bathroom doors. Get the fuck out of here. Don't show me your A-game and then offer me burnt toast in the middle of the movie, all right? My metaphor was off, but you understand what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> we got there. So this movie is like a sub sandwich. Uh, not with the no! sandwiches again. Okay, I was going to ask because, again, I love this movie. I get that there's things about it that, I'm, that fine, aren't the fucking greatest. But to me, it's it's funny. And I don't watch this movie for... I literally watch this movie for humor. I'm just going to put it on for some laughs. So I guess, what do you think, and anyone can answer this, would be a change? Because I know, Josh, you said if they didn't have, if they didn't know their friends that well, like if they were just nobodies and then these girls showed up. So like, what do you guys think you would take out or put in to make it better? First thing I know what I'd change. Okay. It's at the beginning. It's after the botched drug raid, whatever, whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. They get admonished by the chief and you meet, I don't even remember his real name because they call them so many different names, Harper and Gomez. Oh, yeah. Okay. The other agents. Mm-hmm. They say, ha, 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 who are you? The ice cream line. He said, are you Ben and Jerry? Yeah. No. No, he didn't. Baskin and Robin. Thank you. Got it. He said, look, it's Baskin and Robin. And the other guy goes, it's Hagen and Das. Motherfucker. Rule of three for comedy. It You do... Baskin and Robin, Ben and Jerry, and then the third one is where the joke comes in. Boom. Hagen and Das. They maybe, just, that, maybe that was improv. Clearly that, I feel like their banter back and forth wasn't written. No, that they one just was like, written. No way. They were just going at each other. No. You know, With, the part that makes me laugh is not even those lines. It's, it's Marlon, the way he laughs. That's like literally the only part that I laugh. Fuck the lines. He could be saying laugh. anything. Yeah, he's just like, ah, like mocking it's, them. Rule of th- just one, two, three. Rule of three. That's like comedy 101. This would make or break the film for you? You asked what I would change, not what makes or break it. First thing I'd change is right there. Maybe I said on a, on a micro level, bitch. <laughs> I would also maybe tone down this Hispanic store clerk bit at the beginning. It was also a little funny when he was, I get the bit of him saying the only Spanish words he knows. That's funny enough. But yeah, first thing I change is the ice cream line. Okay. If we're doing the whole 2020 lens thing, sure. But I mean, even, even Miss Doubtfire has some of that shit, you know oh, what I yeah. mean? Like, I don't know. I think what they're doing in the shop does more to highlight their ineptitude than it does anything racially because even undercover as these two guys they didn't do enough research to know how to speak spanish <laughs> you know what i mean right and maybe that's me looking at white chicks a little too deeply but i'm also not trying to defend these jokes <laughs> if they're bad they're bad whatever but i don't know what i'm saying in it in it in it in it's in its defense the other thing that I gave more points to this movie in retrospect. Like I said, there were some parts that I I thought this movie would be dripping with transphobia, and it wasn't. Mm -hmm. And this movie is a pretty equal opportunity racial roaster. If you're going to go after one, go after them all. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I think that is something that the Wayans do very, very well. It's Mm -hmm. everyone is up for grabs. Yeah. And whether it's, again, scary movie, I'm going to get you, sucker. Like, it's... 
everyone is fair game. And I don't, I think by doing that, not that they protect themselves from any, you know, blowback, but it's a comedy and it's a comedy by the wayans. So expect to go in and maybe get a little offended. Lacey, anything you would change or put in or take away? Hmm? Not a thing. I love it. She loves it. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, guys. Did you really? Sitting here trying to figure out like what I would take out because I would take out a lot. What are their names? The two cops? The Horace and Jasper. Horace. Stop. Is that really their names? No, no, it's it's Harper and Gomez. Harper Harper and Gomez. Gomez. I didn't need, I mean, I get it that they're jerks. I get it, but there's too much of them. Let's establish that they're jerks and then let's pull one over on them like they do, you know, at the counter of the hotel. And like, I don't know, all the stuff with the wife. I didn't need it. I loved her. I thought she was fantastic. It just, I don't know. It's not about what they're doing. It's not about the story. Um, she didn't like it, it Mel. You stopped torturing her. She didn't like it. <laughs> I just didn't. I just didn't like it. Lacey, I'm, I'm realizing, and this is not even my movie, but I'm realizing that absurd is not your thing. No. It can be. Like killer dolls. Dudes dressed as right. white women. Like, it's just not... <laughs> it's not her. Charlie's Angels. Uh, out. <laughs> you know, and I'm not not saying this as a dig. I'm just saying, like, I love that this podcast is helping me learn what not to cook for Lacey when it comes to <laughs> my movie recipes. You know? But, like, like, there are parts that I like just as a whole. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not articulate. We all know this. I just yes, what are. you're like one of the most articulate. No, articulate. not when it comes to things I don't like. I'm just like, no, it didn't work. <laughs> it did not <laughs> land for me. <laughs> Lacey, Lacey can write a novel about the things she likes, and she'll leave a one star Yelp review for the things she doesn't like. <laughs> so you're giving this one star? Yeah, I would give it less if I could. <laughs> would you? You could, do, you could do half a star on Letterbox. Yes, I will can. give. No, I will give it one star for the Wayans brothers and Busy Phillips. I will give it That's the one two. star for their performances. <laughs> not each, dude. Not That's each. two no, stars, Mo. We no, got no, two no. stars. Yes, for all we three of them. Stars. No, no, no. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. There's no. two brothers, Busy Phillips. That's three stars. Yeah, no. she loves it. No, you're taking my words Wait. away from me. No, ask that again. I said, what about Terry Crews? The part that made me laugh the hardest that I didn't want to laugh at had Terry Crews. Which part? Vanessa Carlson? Not Vanessa Carlson, because I've seen that clip a million times. When he's dancing, I don't know why that, <laughs> at that the made club? me... Vibing at the club, the that made floor. me bust up with a whistle. I, like, <laughs> And I was mad at myself for laughing as hard as I did. He's it's really so committing. Yeah. He's really yeah. committing. White Chicks Terry Crews is a master class in Absolutely, he did the scene that we've all seen whether you've seen white chicks or not the um vanessa carlton song he did it in one take dang and it's so good like again if you've not seen this movie you know that song and you know that piece he said that's the thing when he gets approached on the street that's the thing he gets the most absolutely i mean even in our six degrees last episode i was like having a really hard time trying to think of other movies besides this one because this is the movie for him Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. one star for terry Crews. so we're at four stars now (laughs) sure yes white chicks gets four stars from Lacey. she doesn't have any fight left in her (laughs) it's four out of a (laughs) hundred i was gonna say if you're doing it by so continue on i'm just gonna count how many characters there are and i was gonna say lace you love boy meets world so and one of the white chicks the real one is rachel from boy meets world so i feel like that's gotta be something that doesn't matter yeah it's not that's some type of pool no (laughs) no No, because i will say they did a great job because i fucking detested them from the first time they walked on screen and never liked them throughout the whole movie so they did their jobs oh 100 percent I mean, I think that's something that can be said for for the writing, even though I said I would change 
just the writing in this is that like you said earlier everyone is fair game and everyone is very specific they knew exactly who they were writing and what what kind of stories they wanted to tell for these specific characters and that I think is sure five stars white chicks gets five stars yes for me Lacey gives it a five star baby (laughs) fuck yeah a little lonely out there Josh better it well if we're going by characters I could I could have I maybe have missed one because I was trying to listen at the same time but I think I counted 75 characters Okay, so five so, out of that's a C. Five out of seventy-five, sir. <laughs> I thought you were gonna. Oh, I thought you were gonna do a star for each character. No, no, um, no. I was like, C. There are not seventy-five house. actual full characters. Uh, yeah, I counted the uncredited, so I gave him their props. Is Baby a character? Oh my god, uh, the poodle. that dog. Yeah, Charlie is the actor's name. Aw, that honestly, the only time in the movie where I was like. They could have just done this was when he was flying out the window. Just hit the brakes, my guy. Any other time I was like, oh, well, yeah, that, that would happen. That That is such a, a comedy trope that drives me fucking bananas is speeding up when there's a, a, an issue with the car. Not because like it's because it's so unrealistic everyone if something like that happens instinctually you're slamming on the brakes like this hard the movie is unrealistic the dog would have uh-uh. gone flying okay then stop accelerating just let it <laughs> let it roll what movie josh what movie do you shut your brain off for the mighty Morphin power rangers movie okay when they're fighting Ivanus. this movie i mean i shut my brain off a lot this is one of those <laughs> me too Mella. me too it might not all the it might not be on right now i don't know we'll see what yeah mel what movie do you sh- do you turn your that's, brain on that's for? a better question my brain is on for movies that i'm watching with Rashawn, unless they're like these then i turn it off because he's gonna quiz me after and i'm like oh yeah no um the girl was Why? crazy Twelve thirty at night Rashawn gingerly picks up the remote turns the volume down before he turns it off because of course because he's fucking weird then he pulls out his notebook that he's been taking notes on <laughs> how do you know that they Ro- do that because <laughs> 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 he's you're the same motherfucker that turns the volume down in the car when we're driving into the neighborhood as if they can you hear cannot <laughs> you cannot park with loud music on it's never no, that loud I you know can't that park is without music on, and you can't find a house that you're looking for without loud music. That's on. true. Absolutely that part not. is true. Period. <laughs> anyway, Rashawn turns the volume down, turns the TV up. You know? Do you know the clip? Not on my watch. You know that clip? Not on my watch. Watch the beginning of it when they're telling her to like reset, and she like robotically slowly turns, <laughs> and then she does it. That's what I picture Rashawn doing after he turns it <laughs> off and he like slowly turns to Mel and he goes, so what did you do? <laughs> the accuracy. And I'm like, it was good. Uh, uh, <laughs> a little sandy. <laughs> a little sandy, but it was good. All right, guys. I have a, such a good game that it's kind of long and I really want to play it. So yeah, get into it. I don't even want to say, do y'all want to air any more grievances? Cause I don't want to hear no more shit about the movie. <laughs> so let's, who wants on, to I, play? I just want to say okay. props. We've talked about them a lot, but props to Marlon and Sean, mm-hmm. even in yeah. the lowest points of the movie, however you feel about the writing, they're just, again, they're committing a hundred percent. My favorite toss off line is, when Marlon, as Tiffany, I believe, is ordering at the restaurant, and he says, uh, perhaps uh, a salad for the lady? Um, perhaps not. <laughs> <laughs> and she orders the entire menu. That, so stupid. I, I will away. end with a positive note. The throwaway lines in this movie are where it shines. Yeah. I could be wrong, but majority, those feel like improv. Those mm-hmm. feel like Sean and Marlon Wayne's doing what yeah. they do best. It is the broadest of the broadest comedies, but I don't know. It's just great. <laughs> yeah. All right. On that positive note. I want to play the game. All right, everyone. Gird your loins. Riddle me this. It don't matter if you win by an inch like or a mile. It's a guessing game. Come on, boy.
slavery. Y'all, everyone's gotta be on them toes for this one. So this game is called Drag Race. Oh, so no. we have a lot of famous comedies with cross-dressing plots. She's a man, Miss Doubtfire, Big Mama's House, Tootsie. This game is called Drag Race, and it's a fast-thinking improv challenge. Oh. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to play a famous song and give you the name of a movie star. Each of you have 20 seconds. You got to be quick. To create a logline for a new cross-dressing comedy starring the movie star. Okay. The song that I'm playing is going to be playing during their big makeover scene. At the end of each round, I'll pick the best answer out of the three pitches. Most points win. I'll just use white chicks. So, for example, if I gave you the celebrity or the actor Sean and Marlon Wayans and I played the song Shake It, we'd get the and then I'd give you the logline. That I gave you at the beginning of, of the episode. Okay, you guys ready? No. Oh, God. So going first, uh, I'm going to do Josh, Rashawn, and Lazy. Okay, round one. Donald Glover. And this is your song. Okay, Josh, you're up. So I need a log line for the movie? Yeah, the best you can. Again, I'm the judge. Okay. Cater to me, daddy. College dropout, Jeremy Isaac, crashing on his sister's couch, picks up the call that uh, she has been accepted into the South Side Regional Rap Battle Competition with a grand prize of $25,000 from the writers of School of Rock, Donald Glover stars in Sister. That was better than I expected. Okay. <laughs> Rashawn, you up? Uh, a down-on-his-luck, lovesick screenwriter decides to go undercover at the Stiletto, a, stri <laughs> a strip club in downtown Brooklyn, where he accidentally uncovers a drug ring and ties to the Italian mafia. This is Donald Glover in Sissy That Walk. <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> Shit, y'all. Okay. Lazy. This is literally my worst nightmare. <laughs> okay. It's not trivia. So that's... Okay, yeah. it's my second worst nightmare. Okay. In order... To win the hand of the woman he loves, Sean, played by Donald Glover, must go undercover and woo her jeweler father in order to get the engagement ring that his girl deserves. This is Do It For The Bling. You guys surprised me. Okay. <laughs> so you have sister, sissy that walk, or do it for the blink. I'm going to have to do it for the bling, baby. No! <laughs> Hell okay. yeah! So Lacey, since you won that round, you get to choose the order for the next one. Ooh. Seems unfair. Um. Well, let's just switch it up. We'll go Josh, me, or no, Rashawn, me, Josh. Look at the fairness. You love the fairness. Okay. Your next actress is... Okay. Miss One, Catherine Hahn. <gasps> oh, she, I knew oh. she was going to do it there. Oh! And here is your song.
Okay. All right. Oh, shit. Okay. A disgraced New York Times reporter infiltrates the New York Knicks to create the biggest and best false story the magazine has ever seen. This is Katherine Hahn in Ya Boy. <laughs> Josh? No, it's me. <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry. Lacey? Uh, you, are you ready? Yeah. Okay, go. After being denied a promotion at the corporate office she has worked at for 20 years, Patricia Ryan leaves, pulls out all her savings, and gets a makeover as Patrick Ryan to prove that she is able to climb the corporate ladder, get the promotion she has been not denied so many times over as a woman simply by becoming a man. This summer, Katherine Hahn stars in Income Inequality. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Okay, Lace. When her 13-year-old daughter is rejected from her middle school's football team for being a girl, Katherine Hahn as Jody goes <laughs> undercover and becomes the new male coach for the middle school's football team and instills a co-ed football team that she then leads to victory. This is like mother, like daughter. Nice title. Nice, nice title. Damn, you guys. I'm going to have to go for income and quality on this Let's one. Let's go. <laughs> a little bit of Oscar bait, huh? I okay. would absolutely watch like all of these. <laughs> me too. Let's do Lacey, Rashawn, me. This last one. Okay. Your next actor is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, no. Oh no, this is really, I can't. This is a lot of pressure. I think I have it. See, I'm not good at improv. You can go first, I need time to think. When career criminals find the location of a hidden stash of diamonds, gold, platinum, silver, they begin to hatch the perfect heist. Everything is falling into place until the ringleader realizes one problem. The stash is located directly above a women's prison. Oh, shit. So to infiltrate, Dwayne The Rock Johnson must cross-dress and get arrested as a woman. This summer in, bringing down the house. <laughs> no! <laughs> Wait, is that already a movie title? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> shit. Bringing down it the is. big house. This summer in, bringing down the big mama's house. <laughs> Crossover. Yeah. It's going to feature, yeah, Queen Latifah is going to be the prison warden, Ooh. and Eddie Murphy is going to be Dwayne Johnson's co-conspirator. Hey, a cheater? Adding in <laughs> co-stars. Love it. Uh, well, you asked if it was a crossover. I, I just have to answer the questions that are given to me. Okay. Love it. I'll go. Seems okay. like chickened out. We are in Southern California in a high school, and there are two birthdays coming up at the school. One for the rich, popular girl at school, and one for the kind of nerdy, not a lot of friends girl at school. And Dwayne The Rock Johnson goes undercover as a sort of uh, fairy godmother for the young, (laughs) nerdy girl, (laughs) and gives her her own Cinderella story this summer. (laughs) We have the life of the party. Stop Stop stealing my programming slots. Mine's coming out in the summer. <laughs> Wait, so I focus grouped my movie and they didn't like the title, so I'm changing my title to Jailbird. Love it. Okay. Thank you. Michonne. The, Eddie Murphy is still in the film. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. He's out. Reeling from his recent breakup, a bartender follows his ex-boyfriend 
to Palm Springs for the weekend and infiltrates the largest white party Palm Springs has ever seen as the newest bartender at Jay Hooligans, calling himself Mama Morton. Mm. <laughs> he finds a way to win back the love of his life. This December, mm. it's Dwayne The Rock Johnson in Heartbreak. <laughs> I would like to see that. Why are these two good, you guys? <laughs> Oh fuck! I'm gonna I'm gonna see Heartbreak this December. Oh, I'm gonna yeah. watch it. Okay, mm-hmm. gonna, I'm gonna watch Heartbreak. I'm gonna watch Heartbreak. Okay. Complete transformation. <laughs> Oscar, yeah. Oscar winner. I'll go. Uh, me, Lacey, go. Josh. Yeah. Okay. He went. You going first? You volunteered first. Oof. Okay. Your next actress is Regina Hall, and oh. this is your song. Y'all know what the deal is. Rashawn, you up. Okay. After... Uh, wait. <laughs> okay. 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 Fuck it. After being bought out by Spotify, an aging lounge singer decides to board a cruise and reinvent herself as Michael Long the newest voice aboard King's Cruise. This is Regina Hall in one mic. Okay. Okay. All right. Her her record label was bought out, by the way. Oh. <laughs> I don't know how that works, but it works. I got you. Okay. Picture this. Ooh. Take us on a journey. I'm here. A 1980s Roller rink. Mm, you got me already, girl. Family owned, but it's on the brink of bankruptcy. The mother, Regina Hall, is the owner of said roller skating rink, but she's always remained behind the counter while there are guests because she's a workaholic. She's got to get things done. She, she is a businesswoman. She's in charge of it all. But when the lights go out and the doors are locked, she is a star on the skating rink. So, in or- and her kids find her. Sure, kids find her. See, she's amazing. <laughs> but she doesn't want anyone to know her secret talent. She, she doesn't want to be known as the roller rink lady. She wants to be known as the business bitch. So, she goes undercover. As a stranger, a sexy stranger from out of town who comes in and does all these cool flippy tricks and brings in a new age of kiddos to the roller rink, saving her business and inspiring her own children. This is Brink. (laughs) (laughs) Never heard of that title before. I love it. mm -mm. Um, Rashawn. Yes. When do Oscar season movies usually come out? I'm not helping you. Okay. I'm just going to say it's like the fall. Yeah, the fall. So former uh, NFL quarterback is getting into his twilight years. And unfortunately, due to the effects of CTE and the, and the violent nature of football, he's starting to lose his memory. He's starting to suffer from dementia. So his daughter figures for one last time, I'm going to get him and all of his teammates back together. Before I lose my father forever, I'm I, I, one more big, extravagant, happy memory for my father. The only problem is her father's coach at the time has since passed on, uh, Benjamin Johnson. So Regina Hall says, that's what I got to do. She decides to put it on herself to be her father's old uh. coach when he reunites with his old New York football team. 
this October, Regina stars in Benny and the Jets. Ah! <laughs> oh my god. It's going to Benny and the Jets. That, yeah! that was good. Yeah. That was good. That was really good. Because, because the Jets are the, yeah, yeah, are the New York Jets. Got that. For Sean? <laughs> Damn, Josh is in the lead with two. All right. For the winner. Okay, here we go. Oh, well, this is really for the loser, right. or I can run away with right. it. That's what I meant. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go second. Okay. Rashawn, you're a threat, so you go first. Lacey, I know how ma- I know how nervous you get going first, and I'm trying to be nice to you so you can go last. Okay, this next actor is Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh boy! And here is your song, Alfie. Now that we're friends, I've decided to make you my new project. You really don't have to do what that. the fuck. I know. That's what makes me so nice. Whenever I see someone less fortunate than I <laughs> Take her Spotify or Who isn't less fortunate than I My tender heart tends to start to bleed And when someone needs a makeover I simply have to take over I know, I know Exactly what they need And even in your case Though it's the toughest case I've yet to face Don't worry, I'm determined to succeed Follow my lead And yes, indeed, you will be That is literally the last song I would have expected you to play. <laughs> I, I, I am struggling. Oh my god. Ugh, first. Okay. With shoddy F and baby, what you got? I know, 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 I being devastated by a diagnosis telling him he might lose his vision. A Broadway star who's aged out of his leading man parts convinces his agent to reintroduce him to the industry as Diamond Gruff. Jesus. <laughs> oh my God. He takes to the stage becomes a sensation he fears that one day someone might find out his deep dark secret before he can make an impact on the world once again and lose his sight forever this november leonardo dicaprio and lights out sweet populars interesting though it's it's a it, it's a dark it's, i get it, it's yeah, I was gonna say I get it. Oh, it's it's purposefully against the grain. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my turn. Oh, oh, because 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 oh the show God. he wants to get in is the show he wants to be in is his daughter's favorite musical. Wicked, Wicked. Lion King. Lights Wicked. out. Lights out. Fifty-year-old <laughs> uh, Jackson Harvard has always dreamed of being popular. All he wanted growing up in high school was to be one of the cool kids. Flash forward to his adult years. He's still in his hometown. He's the janitor at that same high school. Even then, no one seems to notice him. He goes about his day. But then he notices something. This fun, quirky English teacher. Everyone loves going to her class. Oh, my God. It's time for Mrs. J's class. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. End of the school year. Big retirement party for Mrs. J, the English teacher. There's an opening. Jackson knows what he's got to do. He's got to become the fun, new, quirky English teacher. This February, <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio stars in Homecoming Queen. Y'all are fucking killing me. <laughs> Lacey, here we go. Down on his luck, Henry Gordon, living in the basement of his very high profile, very successful sister. Uh, played by Kate McKinnon, 
is a designer for Mattel. Now, Barbie has a new line, a new inclusive line of Barbies releasing this fall when Shannon falls into a coma. And Henry, not having any idea what inclusivity means, who Barbie is, or what the color pink looks like, decides to step into his sister's shoes and take over so that she does not lose her position within the company. This is six inches higher. <laughs> Lacey's titles are unbelievable. Honestly, oh my God. This one was really hard. Can I get the titles again from everyone? Six inches higher. Six inches higher. Lights out. Homecoming queen. God damn it. I'm going with six inches. That's yeah! what I'm going oh, shit. <laughs> That's what I get for underestimating her. Okay. Let me see. So Rashawn loses. Shut up, Josh. First time in a while. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? No. Am I wrong? That's why I'm so surprised. When was the last time Rashawn Never. lost? It's true. Wait, you and Lacey tie. Yeah. So we tied, which means Rashawn lost. I lost last week. <laughs> I don't remember that. I don't I don't have a tiebreaker. I wasn't expecting this. You both That's fine. the we'll veterans can share it. After trashing white chicks. <laughs> yeah, fuck you guys. Ooh. Rashawn wins. <laughs> That's fair. That's completely well, congratulations. Fair. You guys are all stars. We'll work on the premises together, but Lacey's going to have to write the title every time. Absolutely. <laughs> Some of those got on my heartstrings. Benny and the Jets? Mm, Come on. Fuck. Lights That's out? That's my... Fuck. Oh, my God. Okay, well, wrapping... Six inches Six inches higher. higher. Six inches higher. <laughs> <laughs> Real, but Mel, I forgot to ask you. Mm-hmm. Hit that theme song... No, there's a ton of wigs in this movie. <laughs> there is. Why do we need wigs in the first place? And you know that's supposed to be a wig that he's wearing. Turn the wigs around. I have a dig. I have a dig. I have a dig with a wig. I have a crunchy dig. wig. Throw it away. That's a good word, that wig. Baby. <laughs> but it's a wig. This wig, mama. Baby. <laughs> this has been Carmela's dig at a wig. The thing is, with the wigs in this movie, yeah, they might be shitty, but I feel like they're not supposed to be good. Like, in are they the, shitty? I mean, like, are, yeah, are they're they? not shitty as in quality, but I mean, it's not like we believe that these white chicks have this natural blonde hair. They look like wigs. I was gonna so, say these wigs look better than Angelina Jolie's wig. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. That's what I mean. Even so I'm busy. Busy has a wig. She does when he's braiding her hair. Like, oh, the yeah, cornrows. And I feel also, like... ha- <laughs> she had like four rows in, and then it was a hard cut, and her whole head was braided. <laughs> That's how it be, girl. The best cutaway. I love it. I love it. Those wigs stayed tight too during the breakdancing section. Absolutely, they were on. We didn't tight. Even talk about the breakdancing. <sighs> Man, this movie's genius. What are you guys <laughs> no, talking about? No, easy with the oh, G word. Absolutely genius. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Wrong G. I meant goddamn masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to close it out. That is it for this. <laughs> <laughs> well, wrapping things up, white chicks may not be the best comedy of all time. If you're watching the movie for writing, uh, don't. Just period. <laughs> Just don't do it. Turn it off. But if you're watching this movie to turn off your brain and have a few laughs and watch Marlon and Wayans do their motherfucking thing as these white watch women. Who? What did I say? Marlon and Wayans? <laughs> I was on a roll. If you're watching Marlon Carmella never and- edits herself. Never. Never. <laughs> never. No, I just go. If you need a palate cleanser, you can watch the kids' movies by Mary Kate and Olsen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. Watch it for Marlon and Sean doing their damn thing as these white chicks. And Busy Phillips and motherfucking Terry Crews. Obviously, a thousand miles because we could never get enough of that song. So we end each episode with a quick round of six degrees of separation. 
who can find the fastest connection between Marlon Wayans and the star of next week's film, Stanley Tucci. I bet I can do this. Oh, I got it. No what? way. It wasn't Rashawn again. No way. Oh my God. Let's go. What's up, Josh? Marlon Wayans was in On the Rocks with Bill fucking Murray. Oh my God. With Bill Murray, who is in Zombieland with Emma Stone, who is in Easy A with the tooch. <laughs> oh, it feels good. Is this what you feel like every week, Rashawn? That's why his what dick did, is so big. What did I do to you? Why are you being like this? <laughs> We're just tired of it. Let us win some fucking time. God damn it. I lost last week. You fucking I got Bill Murray Nazi. in there, baby. Whatever. That's it for this week's episode of Win Cinephiles Attack. As That's always. it for Rashawn on Win Cinephiles Attack. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on the show. We will just continue with the three of us. Yeah. <laughs> As always, we'd love if you took a moment and rated us, followed us, added us, all of it. You can find this in all of our episodes on Spotify or anywhere you get your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Cinephile Attack. And if you have a suggestion for a new episode or you just want to show us some love, email us at whencinephilesattack at gmail.com. From Mella, Josh, Lacey, and added us. <laughs> I, I hope y'all are ready to listen to just two hour long raw files because Rashawn's not going to edit it off. <laughs> signing off i didn't think white chicks would be the end but <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, oh, y'all are gonna appreciate him a lot more when you listen to these <laughs> fucking jumbled messes <laughs> should i do it again no 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 um and rashawn When you go and show me the meaning, people are going to go to our channel, and this is going to be the one that shows up. This is the, the first episode. <laughs> Catch you next week. See you later. Do not say the line. End it. This is a professional podcast. <laughs> Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye, Bye to all of our subscribers. <laughs>